You take an ancient dinosaur gut and some toxic waste. You get a monster who stomps around and tries to eat your face. You take some kaiju media, some assholes and a mic. You get a podcast that'll make you rethink your whole life. So come watch Godzilla with Podzilla, king of the casters with Envy and Brandon. And Jasper, who's a dog. Heretics! Oh my God. False gods among us! Do not believe their lies, dear listener. Do not believe that Podzilla and just Podzilla, no kings, no king among them, is us. We are the real one. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brandon. I'm just really out of sorts about this. Hi, welcome to Podzilla, King of the Casters. I'm your host, NB Nightingale. And I'm your other host, Brandon. Um, Our producer, Jasper's got that thing dogs get where snot's running down his eyes right now which is entirely normal because he's a dog it would not be normal if he were a real producer but we've got a dog producer you fucking fuck stealing our name oh my goodness so in case um you're out of the loop uh we've been we've been on a short hiatus for about a month you haven't noticed because we have enough episode backlogs that we've been uploading stuff for the last three weeks or so that have just been yeah. things from before. And you won't even hear us complaining about this for another month. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so we, um, we discovered that someone had created a, a podcast that is also called Podzilla and it's also about kaiju media stuff. Yeah, we discovered it when they were advertising... In the gods in the r slash Godzilla subreddit that I frequent and post my and post our podcast episodes <laughs> to. Yeah, these and they're British. That's really the worst part for me. They're British. Oh my goodness. They're not people. They're British. They're colonizers in a skin suit. <laughs> we don't. Eat, they have a British accent. That's all we know. I haven't gotten the. I haven't heard back from them yet about um where they're from or like the region area they could be aussie or something i don't know but um but yeah so oh, great a bunch of island of criminals then <laughs> oh my goodness um so yeah it happened um it's a little it's a you know it's not something that we are like oh awesome great it happened uh but, you know we're just trying to be cordial about it at least on my end <laughs> You know, fire and brimstone on this part. Um, we're we're talking we're talking to them. They asked us uh, if they want to do a collaboration, and we hope that they're that um we agree to that. So we hope to. I hope this bit didn't burn that bridge. <laughs> I hope they shut it off. I hope they didn't shut this off before they realized that my anger was a bit there. <laughs> and I hope and that now they think we got like a real thing going. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that'd be more fun, because they're British, so... Oh, my God. British people, but... God. Yeah, so anyways, um... Yeah, so they're also called Podzilla. No King of the Casters or any of that. Yeah, because um, they're not kings. They're protect... They're usurpers! They usurped! <laughs> so, uh... So, yeah. Um... We're talking to them about doing some collaborations. It could be fun. Uh, they have a... Yeah, they're they're very different uh, style. A lot more focused on like, you know, more family friendly, less swearing, less <laughs> fire and brimstone stuff. Yeah, they got a family friendly 
Godzilla podcast. Just the cum shot to the face that the podcast community needs. <laughs> so, um... Anyways, uh... You so, can hear the whining in the backtrack, and that's because Jasper is also upset about this. <laughs> I don't know. They're British, so... Their producer's probably a young Cockney orphan or something. <laughs> or like uh, one of those English bulldogs. Yeah. But, um... <laughs> so anyways, um... So yeah, going forward, if we ever refer to them, we're gonna call them either Space Podzilla or Mecha Podzilla. However that goes. Um... It'd be fun. So we're, we're being cordial about it, but yeah, it happened. Uh, we, well, that's we how he'll refer to them. And how will I refer to them? I won't. So anyways, um, you know, I, I look very much forward to you not, try, not speaking to them on our collaborative episodes together. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just going to talk to me and just be like super snipe? <laughs> I just won't talk the entire episode. <laughs> I'll just, I'll show up. I'll sit on the couch with you. But I will not talk. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, this is a joke. Again, this is a joke. We like them. <laughs> yeah, so. Well, we, I don't know. I haven't listened to their show. But I don't know fine. if I like them. Fine. He's listened to them. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, neat. they're neat. Like, I feel like they're, they have different enough energies that it's not like, oh man. But yeah. The name thing's a little annoying, but, I mean, there were some other things called Pudzilla before us. They just weren't active. So. Yeah. That's something, but here we are. So, it's been about a month since we recorded our last episode. And, and in I'm, that time, a national tragedy has happened. Yeah. It's it's tough. It's tough what happened. What now, when people think about sad things that happened in September, mm. they're going to think about this news we're about to give. It's rough. The greatest tragedy that U.S. soil has ever experienced in September. Clifford's been pushed back indefinitely. They're not releasing in theaters. They took it out of the Toronto International Film Festival, which... We don't know when it's coming, folks. We don't know if it's even coming to theaters or if they're going to just, you know shit it out on a on paramount plus yeah or whatever <laughs> so it is the greatest tragedy it's the tragedy of there not being something there visionary director walter beck creator of wild hogs and and old dogs <laughs> did not labor for years creating a Clifford the Big Red Dog movie for the masses. Something that would unite us all in a very divided America. For it to be put on Paramount Plus. <laughs> the service that I think about five of the executives own and that's about it. <laughs> so, but we are, we keep our word here. Mm. We do not break our promises unlike paramount <laughs> so we promised you on september 17th opening night of clifford the big red dog we would watch it record an episode and probably put it out the next day mm. now obviously the movie is moved mm. but that does not stop us from doing a clifford episode on september 17th 
mm. and releasing it because we will keep our word. Exactly. So watch out for our Clifford episode. It's going to be a wild ride. Yes. <laughs> this is the longest we've gone without actually going, even mentioning what the movie is. It's probably up there. I mean, they see the title. Then we're talking about The Return of Godzilla from 1984. 1984. So. so, yeah, we watched... Uh, this week we watched uh, Return of Godzilla, uh, 1984, the first of the Heisei era of Godzilla films. Uh, it's... Let's give our brief uh, opinions on it, Brandon. Mm. I guess I can start by saying that our, the previous episode that you would have seen was Hedorah, and we liked Hedorah. Or, uh, yeah, it was Hedorah. Yeah, Hedorah, and we really liked Hedorah. Before that, we were on a very negative streak. With, like, part two of Singular Point being just awful. I'm sorry. Like, the Techno Bible just got yeah. too, too much. Um, you know, then we watched Hedorah, and then we took this long break for, like, a month. Yeah. And then we're jumping at this now, and it's like, oh, yeah, I do really like Godzilla. <laughs> like, um, Godzilla, the return of Godzilla, I mean, it's a return. It's a really fun time. It's a good time, and, uh... It's exciting that Godzilla kind of becomes the villain again. Like, that was a fun angle that we hadn't seen in a while. So it was fun seeing Godzilla kill people. Anyways. <laughs> I was just really excited to get back to when Godzilla films were meh. We hadn't had a meh one in a while. <laughs> We'd had bad ones. We'd had surprisingly amazing ones. Ibira, but watch it. But we got nothing that was just... Middle of the road. Okay, there are cool things here, but I'm kind of bored by the end, and it overstates its welcome. Godzilla films. A classic of the formula. <laughs> and we got that here. <laughs> That's my opinion, but we've got a new Godzilla design. Uh, and... Brandon, what that monster do in this movie? Ooh, I got some good stuff here. So, Godzilla in this movie is very reminiscent of his original 1954 design. They're calling back to the original two, I would say, Raids Again and the first one, mm -hmm. in that he has ears again. We haven't seen Godzilla have little e like little ears since like the original one. Like they, they got rid of those pretty quick. I didn't even notice he had ears in the original one. They did. It's like little ones. It's really hard yeah. to tell because it's so dark. Yeah, it's so dark and his skin's already all craggy and bumpy. Yeah. But like um it was a good it was a good design. It kinda was a nice mix of like the longer tail and proportions of like the newer Godzilla with like more of the like darker like darker colors and you know, head shape and ears of like the original one. Like you get you could easily watch just the original Godzilla and then this one and kind of have a good like design flow about like what's happening. Like there's a lot of things about like the the backdrop of Godzilla in this movie. Where oh my goodness. So the actor who's in the suit of Godzilla. So their name is uh Ken Pachiro Satsuma. And the suit was originally created for a taller actor before they walked out at the last minute when the suit was already <laughs> done. So <laughs> So the interesting thing is typically how you get into the Godzilla suit for like all these movies is the actor enters through the back 
where it's like the spines and the opening is held on by Velcro and they open it up and you slide in, they close it up for you. But the size discrepancy of the tall Godzilla suit and the shorter actor meant there was like some struggles getting in and out of it. Hmm. And, uh, oh my goodness, there's so many things. There was like this thing about, uh, Setsuma had like such bad injuries from this suit in the movie. Ooh. Where, like, one of them was in sh- a sharp wire in the suit's leg, like, slapped onto his thigh. Yeah. And then he was shouting for help inside the suit when they were, like, about to record a scene. Like, when they were, like, having everything set up, he was like, oh, Jesus. And then, like, sharp staples from the pyrotechnics, because a lot of explosions in this movie. Yeah. Oh, my like, God. Yeah, that... yeah. The sharp staples from the explosives trickling into his suit and down his feet from where the back was left open. And, like, imagine, like, you're in the suit and, like, the staples just, like, wriggle their way down to, like, where your your feet are. Jeez. And, like, creating, like, sharp, like, painful punctures in their feet. And then he was very angry with the, you know, the crew about this. Having warned them for it, he's like, wait until I am fully sealed in the suit before you do the pyrotechnics. Yeah. And then afterwards, Satsuma lost a lot of weight. Where, like, after the role of Godzilla and how heavy that suit was, mm-hmm. I guess I learned that uh, Nakajima also lost 20 pounds when he was the first Godzilla by the end. This suit is heavier than the original Godzilla suit. You know what's really funny? What? The podcast that will not be named. If you told them that Godzilla, that Nakajima lost 20 pounds, they're gonna be like, wait, I thought we paid actors to be in movies. <laughs> It's funny because the British economy is a joke like that podcast that doesn't exist. <laughs> oh my God. Pound isn't a money word. You might as well call them flibbity gibbets, guys. <laughs> You're gonna find out that from like Montana or something would be really <laughs> stupid. <laughs> okay, so. but if they're from Montana, who's stupid and cringy? The guy who's making fun of British people or the podcasters who took on a British persona. It's definitely... I haven't listened to other things. I'm pretty sure it's not a persona. Well, if they're from Montana, that would be putting on a British persona. I mean, like, what if, like, you know, maybe they were from... Friggin' class traitors to the people we revolutionized from. (laughs) Tiaboos? Yeah, Tiaboo. We're coining that. I I did not coin it. It's a thing that has existed for a while. That's such a good name. I was like, wow. (laughs) Out of nowhere. (laughs) So the Godzilla suit weighed 242 pounds. That's a heavy suit. It is. Heavier than the original one. And then um, there's a lot of things about, interestingly enough, um, that this doesn't relate to the special effects, so I'll get into that later. But um, he was, so it was actually, there were some shots in this movie where you're like, well, like how they do that? It was because they used several different like techniques for like the VFX. Interesting. Like they had two, you know, costumes, you know, one for land scenes, the other for water, and they had the full a full-size dummy for the scenes where he just pops out of the water, and then a three-foot model, you know, the concept mechanic yeah. of the whole thing, and then various appendages in a variety of sizes. So, like, they have a full-size Godzilla foot prop. 
for this movie. So they did, like, how they do the, uh, the worms in Tremors, where it's, like, every special effects trick in the book. Yeah. Are the worms from Tremors kaiju? I'm not certain. That's kind of... I mean... I mean, they're pretty big. They're bigger than a certain kaiju that that we're going to be talking about soon. I mean, if that one counts, then I think those ones could too. Yeah. But, um... Yes, (laughs) We'll get into that. Get ready. Um... So the actual, there was, uh, one of the most expensive effects for the monster was the 20-foot-tall animatronic Cybot Godzilla, quotes, which was manipulated by computers. But it could not be used to create full shots of Godzilla walking. So, like, they wanted to use it for, like, a bunch of shots in the movie. Yeah. But they couldn't use it of, they couldn't get it for Godzilla full, like, full scale of him walking. Okay. Because the prop was plugged into on set with fixed legs and tail. Hmm. So they use the classic suit ma- they use the classic sumation technique for it. That is interesting. And then um and then the Cybot Godzilla was ultimately used for just like close up shots from the waist up. Okay. So I guess like they were starting to try to transition away from sumation things, but like they decided against it. I personally support Godzilla in her transition. What, from a from a monster to a robot? From a guy in a suit to a robot? Yes. <laughs> okay. You ever wonder what the, you ever wonder what the A stands for in LGBTQA? It's animatronics! <laughs> no one uh, no one please say you're part of that community before we I have talked that. about being a flaming bisexual before. We we I uh, I'm in the I'm in the acronym. <laughs> okay, yeah. So so we're good. We're good. Oh my goodness! Cancel us anyways. Yeah. What you gonna do? Exactly. All the hate, my, all of our fans turning against us. Great, Gary down the streets coming at us. <laughs> Dang. Enough about the LGTIA community. <laughs> 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 so, um, yeah. So that, about the that's sh- by erase by eraser, not by eraser. <laughs> a by eraser well, is, I mean, is what I call those erasers that can also take out pen. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say a by eraser. I mean, those are the big ones that just go both ways. Like, <laughs> oh, but, um, yeah, there were some things about. How they basically asked some architecture people, like, how certain buildings would get destroyed. So they literally, like, wrote up, like, a 200-page document, or, like, a multi-page document about how certain buildings would collapse. Okay, that's <laughs> so, interesting. that was some fun stuff. But yeah, I guess the, the effects director was the one who was like, Toho, we gotta invest in the giant Godzilla cyborg. <laughs> and then, like, after they actually had it, they were, he was like, dang it, this is kind of a pain to work with. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, did I tell you what my what my parents said the review of the podcast is? So, my parents, uh, I spent the weekend with them, okay. and they said, "Yeah, it's great. It, Brandon is so funny. He, Brandon just—he's such a naturally funny guy, and it's great that you're there too, Nolan." <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Oh my goodness! 
I was like, wow, that's so sweet. <laughs> I mean, I guess we know who the favorite is. <laughs> okay. Oh, right. no. Okay, so um, that's about all I have right now for the special effects things. I just, uh, I guess the sets were incredibly expensive. And the reason they made Godzilla taller in this movie from 50 meters to 80 meters is because when, you know, the original Godzilla was made, it was post-war Tokyo. So a lot of the bigger buildings have been destroyed. So, like, it wasn't too hard yeah. for him to be, like, one of the tallest things. Yeah. But by then, you know, 1984... Buildings got a lot taller, so they wanted to make Godzilla taller to reflect that. So, that's the cool. That's the that's some of the special effects stuff, but it's fun. It looks really nice. Like, it's a very you can definitely tell that like we're kind of starting this new era of Godzilla. Yeah, like it's a whole jump. It's a whole big jump up. I'm really excited once we start getting into like the other kaiju designs in the later movies. Because, like, Godzilla already looks pretty sick in this one. Did you find any information about the sea lice, by the way? We get one, sea, one other monster. It's not big enough of a kaiju, and we're probably not going to do a make it gritty about it, because it's got one scene. It's just a big leech. <laughs> it's yeah. just like a... It's a big leech, but it's not like a kaiju big leech. It's a cool scene. It's a really good scene, because it's really creepy. Yeah. But it's only one scene. It's quickly defeated, and it never comes back, which... You know, I thought they were going to bring that back in some way. Like, it felt like set up when they talk about, oh, these sea leeches that were feeding on Godzilla's blood got big. But we only get one in the scene, and it's like, okay, that's over. Like, it would have been... All I'm saying is there should have been a giant mosquito kaiju then. Oh, that'd be fun. Wow. <laughs> Any more uh, stuff to talk about with special effects? So I guess um, the, the effects director, Teriyoshi Nakono, and he was able to precisely replicate the Shinjuku Ward of Tokyo at a miniature scale. Ah, that's cool. So around a f it had around 130 miniature buildings. It took over two months to build all that. And then there were over 200 light bulbs were used to illuminate the windows inside all those buildings. Oh, that reminds me of one of the effect shots that I really liked. That was cool. So yeah. when they've got one of the miniatures and you can see the uh, you can see our main characters in this building in the miniature. Yeah. And I mean it's clear that it's like oh, they're like projecting an image of our characters mm. onto a window in there, but like it was still cool. Yeah, you can see that um, they're starting to get better at um, more advanced techniques. Like, um, like there's some really good rotoscoping in this, with like Godzilla's like light of like his uh, his yeah. spines before he shoots it. Because you know, in the earlier Toho movies, they kind of just like paint over the whole thing with blue, yeah. just one consistent color, like one consistent thing. Yeah. But in this one, they have like more. It's got a flicker too. Yeah, it's it. got like flickering, and it's like rising up more, and like more like like crisscrossing. Yeah. Like, there's more effort put into, like, how the... He builds up his energy. Yeah. And, like, the, oh, my goodness, that beam attack where he hits, like, what was that? Like, the whole, like, barge? Oh, yeah, he just takes a dock out. Yeah, and just... like, he's going down it and... Full, like, full yeah. sweep, just all across it, just... Yeah. 
whole thing. It so, was awesome. Were, were the the flock of birds were were rotoscoped in, right? Oh yeah, they were. Yeah, like that was very like clearly like two D stuff. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, there's just there's a shot people of a of a flock of birds that distract Godzilla and yeah, that's what we're talking about there. They're mm-hmm. very clearly two D. All right, any more special effects stuff? Um, there's some. Let's see. So yeah, two hundred forty-two pounds. That is Jeez. insanely heavy. That's a lot of money, you Brits. Um, but yeah, again, actually, I don't know how much money two hundred forty-two pounds is. I mean, I think a pound. I don't know. I know what a euro is a little more than a dollar. I have no idea what a pound is. I can do the Google math while you talk uh, stuff. So uh, this is also the first, as I mentioned, the first Godzilla film since the 1950s that gave Godzilla their ears. 335.55 US dollars. Mm. Okay. I mean, that's like a deep, that's like a, a pretty good amount of money. Yeah. It's not like, like a rent money, but like you can like save that away and... Help you out a little bit. Yeah. So interestingly enough, what I'll this is the fact that I'm gonna transition out of the effects. Nolan, um, when we first talked about watching this movie, you said this is the first high Zai Godzilla film. Yeah. It's not. Wait, what? Yeah. This is the last Showa era. Wikipedia classifies it as a high side. It says, um, although this is the first entry and will become the high side series, this was actually the last Godzilla film to be produced and released during Japan's Showa period, which lasted from 1926 to 1989, during the reign of Emperor Hirohito. Okay. So, this is, this is the last Showa one. Huh. I mean... The last one under the Showa regime. Yeah. It sounds like the wrong word. Regime <laughs> makes it sound dynasty. Yeah, dynasty. Does that sound? That does sound better. <laughs> Monarchy's not great either way. Exactly. But... Yeah. Um. But I mean, yeah. You hear that? Monarchy, no bueno here. Guys, I don't know if you can You're just going to pepper him out? <laughs> yeah, I am. They did to us what the British have been doing to cultures all uh, for centuries. They stole from us. Are they going to put our Podzilla name in a museum and say that we donated it? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Oh, my goodness. We're, again, we're doing a collaboration. This is all in good jest, at least on my end. <laughs> Charles Dickheads? <laughs> Come on, that one was good. That one was really good. You know it. <laughs> I like how you just said that the rest of them are bad. <laughs> no, that one. That was a good one. <laughs> okay, um... So anyways, yeah, this is the last, uh... Technically Showa-era kite Godzilla film. It's going to be the Heisei period, because, like, that's just what it ends up being. But, like, this is technically the very end of the Showa period. And, oh my goodness, you can see, like, compare, like, the original Godzilla to, like, this one. Like, that is a lot of, lot of years. But, uh, yeah, I guess we should now go into the plot of The Return of Godzilla. After a brief commercial break. Yeah, Yeah, we will do that. Woo! 
close your eyes, Mr. Kipling told my grandson, and tell me what you can taste. It was a caramel shortcake, a soft, crumbly shortcake base topped with chewy caramel and a figure of eight design. The boy gave his verdict. It tastes all wiggly, he said. And this was a compliment, it seems. And we are back, folks. Okay, we're still going. I can see it moving on there. All right. <clears throat> we're back. We are back. We'll keep saying we're back because we're back. Uh, but yeah, so we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about the story overall because that's what I do. That's my job here, I guess. <laughs> Ain't Nolan, what that story do? Not much for me. Oh dang! Uh, so I don't know. I told you, I've already said that I found this kind of meh. So the story has some interesting stuff going on with it. Uh, we alluded to. Uh, so, Brandon earlier talked about the inspiration feeling like it came from uh, Godzilla 54 and Godzilla Raids again, and it, it extends because they pretty much treat those two movies as the only canon Godzilla movies, in this one at least. Uh, I know in later Heisei films, there's a Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla 2. Uh Ooh. So, you know, they might, that might not end up being the case in the overall films, but in this one, they pretty heavily imply that, like, Godzilla's being, Godzilla was, like, a thing that happened that caught people's attention, but it, he's not, like, a regular presence in the world. Yeah, it was very much like, oh, we haven't seen this guy in, like, 30 years kind of thing. Yeah, and Godzilla is also... Uh, a villain again. He's a straight up baddie. Straight up baddie. He's a daddy and a baddie. Ooh. <laughs> I will not stop thirst posting about kaiju. You cannot stop me, Brandon. This is my podcast, too. <laughs> We're not gonna have the Would You Fuck a Dinosaur speech 2.0. <laughs> That's not happening. We're not doing it. We're moving on. Listen. I wouldn't fuck Godzilla, but he'd be my Mary in the FMK. When you had the butt, I was like, oh no. <laughs> I would not top Godzilla, but I would let him... No, 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 not going there. I know you don't want this. Anyways, the story, no. <laughs> Godzilla's a power bottom, clearly. So, yeah, story stuff. It happens. Uh, there's a lot of Cold War stuff in this film. There uh, is. It's the first time they like haven't just made up the other countries involved in a Godzilla conflict. Uh, yeah, it's just straight up Soviet. It's Russia and America. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Okay, so the Ameri the one American with speaking lines is... <laughs> the best character in the movie. It's... Folks, have you ever seen a David Lynch movie? Uh, besides, like, most of his movies. Not, like, The Elephant Man or uh, Dune. Uh, but, like, you know, like a real David Lynch movie. Like an Eraserhead, Mulholland Drive kind of thing. Well, the, the actor playing an American feels a lot like that in this. 
because he's bad at acting. <laughs> but he's so bad at it that it's captivating. Yeah. He, it's just like... Imagine how it's like if you're watching like a a movie and it's, you know the character speaks and it's like the subtitle over in your language, but you can hear their what they're saying, and it's really awkward. Like, um, yeah. oh my goodness. Uh, so Nolan, would you describe the return of Godzilla as quite Lynchian? I would. <laughs> a Lynchian nightmare for the ages. <laughs> Getting quite Lynchian vibes from this. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, he's my favorite character because like he just Your says, wife like, goes, she says she's leaving you. Wow. This is a super Lynchian experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well like it's it's good, because like imagine um I think it's he has like three lines in the movie, and one of them is like, let's not be too hasty. <laughs> like like, imagine you're reading a line for the first time in your head, but you're just saying it out loud. Yeah. That's that's his performance, and it's amazing. I fucking love it. We request that you nuke Godzilla. <laughs> or, no, he doesn't say God. He doesn't pronounce it right. He doesn't do, like, Godzilla. He doesn't put the emphasis on the God. Oh, he, like, like, throws it away. Godzilla! <laughs> Nuke Godzilla! Nuke Godzilla. It's great. It's so good. So, like, that's awesome. It's kind of interesting, like, with the the parallels with, like, the, the you know, the so, the message thing. Because, yeah. you know, the original Godzilla was about, you know, nuclear devastation with, like, Hiroshima and Japan and such. And this is clearly supposed to be about the Cold War as well. Yeah. Like, there was a whole thing. I was really interested in, like, the stuff about, um, like, the, like, the whole, in, the onset of basically the main plot is that Godzilla fucking eats a Russian nuclear submarine. Yeah. He, which, yeah, Godzilla is just fucking killing the Russians, and then the Americans saved the day from a Russian nuke they accidentally set off. Yeah. I mean, that probably has something to do with, you know, like, America was Japan's ally and Russia wasn't. Yeah. The Soviets. Japan is a lot more capitalist of a country than it is a communist one, so makes sense. Yeah, I don't know if they were part of the NATO thing, but like they were, um, yeah, they were closer with America. After NATO, that. I hardly know you. <laughs> uh. This is what happens when we're more interested in our bits than the movie. I. Th- that's the thing. I enjoyed it. I will probably not remember mo- much of it by, like, the time to record the next episode. Like, yeah. it was a fun time. I think it's a good start. <laughs> and remember, when you say by the time we record the next episode, that's this afternoon. <laughs> we like, record two a day, and this is our first one of the day. <laughs> well, let's say we don't record two a day. We do two at a time. Yeah. You're, you're not coming on Wednesday, then coming on Thursday, then coming on Friday. Yeah. So we do it two a day because that just lines up better. Because especially now that we're weekly, then we uh, we can catch we can keep up with you. Yeah. So it's begun. I think it was a it was an enjoyable movie. Where okay, so the plot. Let's think of it. Okay, so uh, Godzilla's back from a volcano. Pops out a volcano. Yeah, he's back from a volcano. Uh, uh, a a sea lice. We talked about that. He, he bites him, gets big, lands on a boat. 
kills everyone but one person on the boat. Uh, so the Japanese government's at first trying to be all hush-hush. We don't want panic people and let them know Godzilla's back. Uh, so... Uh, but then Godzilla eats a Russian nuke sub, uh, and... I heard him, Jasper. <laughs> and then, uh, that almost sparks, like, a U.S., uh, USSR thing, but... So Japan's like, all right, guys, all right, we're sorry, we, we, we didn't mean... We, we know tensions are a little high right now, but here's the thing. There's a giant lizard that ate your sub instead. Don't don't worry, it wasn't the Americans. Oh, who was it? Like a giant monster? <laughs> <laughs> uh, then, uh, yeah, the U.S. and the USSR are like, nuke it. Uh, the Prime Minister of Japan, and a really good performance, I actually thought, from this guy, is like, uh, he's like, uh, uh, no, we refuse. Japan's against having nukes on our soil. Yeah, because Russia, I think it's Russia in particular. I think America does too, but especially Russia is like, you know, let's bomb God. Like, let's nuke Godzilla. Like, tell us where he is, yeah. and we will nuke him. Like, we're going to blow him up because he attacked one of our subs. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, Japan brings up, like, the three, like, non-nuclear policy things where it's like, we won't have it on our soil, we will not use it, or, like, we will not have it used against us. Yeah. Uh, like, but, I don't know the specifics, but they have, like, a big policy against nuclear weapons, which is yeah. real. I looked it up. That is still the case. Yeah. To this day, they do not just, have nuclear weapons. Yeah. Uh, so they do that. Uh, they, they talk. They... Okay. So Jasper accidentally unplugged the microphone, uh, which happens to producers sometimes. So we already had an end of this discussion, but we're kind of lightning round it now because we didn't really have much of uh substance to say about the rest of the movie so i'm gonna just sum up the rest of the film real quick with uh with so prime minister says no to nukes uh russia says uh okay then uh decides okay we're Sorry. gonna get we're gonna get nukes anyways but then godzilla kills the nuke boat the nuke boat is gone it is gone now but not before they launched a nuke uh the japanese are able to use their project x that they've been working on throughout the movie to kill godzilla but, oh no, nuke's still coming. The Americans intercept it with an anti-ICBM. But the anti-ICBM creates a nuclear thunderstorm that shocks Godzilla back to life. Godzilla's attacking again, but they're able to get him to a volcano that they blow the edge off of, and Godzilla falls into the volcano. End of movie. End credits. And really cool shot where Godzilla's, like, sinking in the lava, and the Prime Minister is, like, watching on the feed and, like, crying about it. Because they try and humanize him. But uh, Godzilla, that is, at the very last moment, as if, oh, this beautiful creature is dying, it doesn't really work, because Godzilla was shown to be a real fucking bastard in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, he was shown not to be... He, he's, a, he's a bad guy. He's a real bad guy. We thought that maybe he was going to detonate the nuke and save Japan, or save the Tokyo, but he didn't. Yeah. So, that uh, happened. So, uh, there was a looter who was really cool. We didn't talk about that in the, la in the last yeah. attempt. Oh, the looter was a goat. Yeah. He, like, shit-talked. really liked the looter. Yeah. yeah. The looter was, like, so Godzilla, you know, terrorizing Tokyo. Everybody's trying to leave, getting the subway from, like, the nuke and everything. This looter goes into, like, a, a Michelin five-star restaurant and just, he's stealing their stuff, makes himself a dinner in there. And Godzilla, yeah. like, looks in at the window and he's like, 
Get out of here, you bastard. I was here first. Godzilla keeps walking. Yeah, he leaves. Godzilla's like, all right, dude, I guess. Go, like, all right, see you later, dude. But then the looter kind of has a really lame death. Yeah, he doesn't even get eaten or anything. He just, he's like, oh, no. And then Godzilla goes, rawr, and he goes, oh, oh. And then he just, like, I guess it was a heart attack? Was that the implication? I guess. Okay, yeah, so. But, like, it was great. He just shit-talked Godzilla. It was awesome. But then he died, which was lame. But um, that's the rest of the movie. Um, pretty fun time. Um, nice palate cleanser after, uh, especially like singular point. But uh, I'm excited to see where it goes from here more. Yeah. Now we get to talk about what we're doing next time. Yeah. So less. Uh, <laughs> we're really speeding. This. Yeah, I'm speeding so, uh, through this because um. Because we already did this, folks. Yeah. So, yeah. This is the second time around. But um, I will say that we agreed on a compromise where we would do. We would do Nolan's thing, and then we would do my thing. Yeah, so Brandon wants to do this very large project, and it works because it's definitely a kaiju project. But it's also something I have no interest in watching. So, to bribe me <laughs> into doing the... For us to uh, do a series on this kaiju series that Brandon loves, and I really am indifferent to, uh, he gave me something that I have been pushing for for a long time that he kept waving off because in his mind it's not a kaiju <laughs> the one thing i will say about the series that we that um the large one that i'm going to do that we're going to do together that i'm recommending is the only hint i will give you is the final season is coming out this winter that should be really good that should help you out if you don't so, so that's going to be coming out probably we're lining up with the final season airing it's going to be a good amount of episodes we're probably going to do one of those series episodes and then a normal godzilla and then one of those series so you know there's not a couple months where you're just saturated with this one series yeah so. it won't be an attack on you <laughs> wink wink <laughs> yeah so next week we get to do a very nolan centric movie uh, my taste is weird, and this falls into it. We're doing Okja. Okja. O-K-J-A. Okja. I think that's the song in the movie. Probably. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've seen it, but it's been, a, it's been a while. I saw it like five times when it came out. I oh made my, my parents watch what it. Am I go- what am I getting into here? You're getting it- into an Okja Superman. Oh, oh no, Oak here we go. Alright, so um, yeah, we're doing Okja next week, and then uh, we'll go from there afterwards with some more uh, Godzilla stuff for a while. So, you can follow us, uh, social media stuff. Um, we'd love if you can send us some movie recommendations over at uh, our email, kingofthecasters at gmail.com. You can also ask us any questions you'd like there. We're trying to compile together a, a fun Q&A thing at some point. Yeah, Q&A, Quiznos and ass. Yeah, exactly. Woo. It's where we eat sandwiches and look at ass. Exactly. <laughs> it's a bit, It's an audio medium, but we're going to be looking at one the whole time. Pulled up on the TV. God. So um, we're going to be doing that. And yeah, uh, email kingofthecasters at gmail.com. And our Twitter is where we're most active on social media things. It's at Podzilla C. And we post uh, new episode links and some status updates if it's any delays. Yeah, so you can reach us on our Twitter. The or... Beat Your Meatles. Oh, my God. <laughs> so the email, 
or the Twitter would be great. And uh, you can follow us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, RSS.com, all those jazz. The so, rolling scones. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that one right. doesn't even make sense. Yeah, scones. <laughs> I like scones. It's a British thing, though. Know, but but like so are the Rolling Stones, so why'd I have to sub out scones? <laughs> yeah, the British Rolling Stones. <laughs> They're calling these guys the British Rolling Stones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, um, so yeah, uh, we'll catch you next time for some Okja action. I got a feeling this is going to be a long episode, or that one will be. See you next time, baby. Catch you later.